0: What's up, Change the Channel podcast listeners. My name is Making Grace, and this is another episode of Change the Channel podcast. Welcome back to the show and happy 2024 to you. Um, I know that we all kind of can celebrate time a little bit differently, but the Gregorian calendar says that we have the opportunity to step into a new year, new time, new words. Maybe I don't know if you're a resolution person or if you're a manifestation person or if you're a words to focus on. Um, for me, this year, I am focusing on the words ease opulence and joy. So calling in abundance, also noticing the times when I will stay in and around things longer than maybe I need to, because the addiction to struggle and the um, muscle memory of challenge is so visceral and real in my body. And I have a feeling that some of you might also have some of that nervous system, uh, wiring. So this is your invitation to step into what is easeful that is in relationships. Are there people that when you see their name come up on your phone, you realize that you actually can feel your insides bracing because usually this person needs something from you, or maybe they will talk for like, 20 minutes straight and you can hardly get a word in Edgewise, and you care about them. And you realize it just doesn't actually feel so easeful within your body to be around that energy. And so um, this is my invitation. You can choose my words or you can choose your own words, but maybe pick three words that you would like to be feeling and embodying during this time of 2024. And where we put our focus, I really, truly believe is what we start to notice. And what we start to notice is what we can, um, what we have a say over, right. What we can shift, adjust, enhance, um, edit, or sometimes delete. So all of that is just permissioning. Um, so feel free to drop into the land of ease with me. Um, I will tell you, it's been a bit of a rough ride, but I'm also just so grateful that, um, my nervous system finally got a hold of me and said, Hey girl, this is the year. This is the year that we're not doing that shit anymore. So, um, yeah. And on that note, the topic or the download that had popped into my mind, um, is on the concept of holding space. So I've heard often that, you know, there's, especially in the wellness world or, you know, the spiritual space, or even in friendships, a lot of times there is this idea of holding space for someone else. And I think there's a part of that that's really beautiful and there's also a part of that that can become muscle memory where people become space holders instead of actually being a part of the situation, um, a part of the conversation, feeling worthy of taking up space for what you actually want to say or think. And having, um, you know, uh, for me, sometimes I'll just speak personally. I feel like I'll get in these spaces of space holding and it's almost like with muscles when they've been holding tension for a really long time, you don't even feel it anymore. You're like, you know what? I kick ass at this. I've got this. I can hold space like all day long. Um, but sometimes with specific people, you hold the space and it's almost like holding a blanket, for them to lean back into, and then you're holding the blanket and in the space of kind of holding the blanket up, not on something. So it is actually taking your muscles to hold it. Um, they're receiving ease and it becomes a pattern. So what I would love to talk about is in friendships, even in work relationships, what if we switch the conversation from holding space for each other to holding the topic for an amount of time? And that the way that that can start out, number one, is with the energetic consent of instead of just sending that text message that's like, hey, what are you up to? Or, um, Hey, I need to talk or hair you around. Um, it's starting first with the energetic consent that says, Hi, I have something kind of big that I need, you know, that I need to share. Do you have capacity to hold this tender topic with me? Do you? First off, asking that. I think You know, is a beautiful, it's a beautiful art to invite people into the idea of consent, especially for the people that you know are your safe people that you can go to often. Uh, nine times out of 10, they are a safe person for lots of people. So double check with them before, you know, an enticing text message like, you know, what's up? Or are you around? Are you available on Friday? Or, you know, that kind of thing. That way, the person knows whether they are holding a topic with you or whether they're being invited into a mutual relationship moment with you. I think that that's first and foremost energetic consent, being clear and vulnerable. If you need support from someone, saying that from the get go. And being okay with a person's yes or no. Um, and then instead of asking the person to hold space for you, because that just means that the other person is kind of emptying themselves of themselves in the moment, which means that it would be fully all about you. What I think is actually really beautiful about this idea of holding a topic means that, We want to workshop this together. This is me inviting your creative process, your, um, like messy ideas, your concepts into the space as well. Um, to me, it's forward moving to me. It's, um, I'm desiring to not stay in the space that I'm in. I'm in a generative and excitable space where I want to move this topic forward. And so, yeah, first is, um, can you hold a topic with me? The next part is about time. I know for me, time is kind of a a slippery and interesting initiation a lot of times because I'll just be so stoked about either what I'm talking about, who I'm talking about it with, um, you know, all of that. I'm so in the moment that time will just fly and, so what I'm considering and inviting potentially you into as well for the feeling of ease and opulence and joy, um, because yeah, time is time is a currency. Time is energy and time is a gift that we get to share with people. So with this concept, with this idea of would you be available to hold um to hold this topic with me for 20 minutes and setting a timer because I know for me it's it's slippery to hold, you know to hold a boundary or to even be paying attention to a clock when I'm really with someone. And I wonder if we collectively and you could sit with are you a person that tends to, need a lot of space with people, what, what is your body learning in that? Is it, is it learning that, you know, cause sometimes even people that say, I need a lot of space, I need a lot of space. There's actually a scarcity, um, driving them with, within their bodies saying there's never enough space for me. There's never enough time. There's never enough love. Um, and when someone gives you, a never ending clock of time, what I've learned is it doesn't actually even soothe that. um, It doesn't soothe that sensation. It just simply creates no structure and boundary around it at all. And so what I'm thinking is what if we ask again, are you, are you willing interested and do you have the capacity to hold this topic with me for 20 minutes? And then setting a timer and watching both parties be able to feel into like, what, um, what did we accomplish together in this 20 minutes? What is, um, what is possible in a short amount of time? I know for me, sometimes there's, you know, there's painful ideas or there's painful experiences that I've had in my life. And I kind of feel like I will always have it. There's this undertone of that, and so setting a timer and saying, "I'm going to really wrestle with this for about 20 minutes, and then let's switch the topic. And then what what topic is most top of mind for you? And how can I help hold um, hold focus around this topic for you for 20 minutes? It's teaching reciprocity in relationships because. I'm learning that there's people that are really good at receiving. And there's people that seem to be really good at giving. And I'm feeling like this new year is an opportunity for us to learn mutual reciprocity for those that receiving is deeply and profoundly uncomfortable. You get to stretch because your body is not capable of being the blanket hammock holder for forever. Um, And if you are someone that, um, you know, giving is actually challenging for, maybe it feels stretchy to even know what a person would want. Maybe there's imposter syndrome about have I trained enough to even give something? Have I, you know, can I trust my own words? Um, I'm used to being, you know, essentially kind of caught in asking people's permission to do everything. I don't feel comfortable to step in in a leader in this way as a leader in this way and holding a topic for someone else is an initiation into leadership. Right. Um, and so, yeah, my invitation is to stretch into which area you actually need to learn and catch yourself when you're in the, I'm giving blank checks of my time, my energy, my resources, my listening, my absorbency, um, for people to vent and have you hold space around it. And instead invite in a bit of structure with the idea of what topic are we talking about? So you can keep circling back to what is this topic? What is, what are you hoping to feel at the end of 20 minutes and putting it into the space that way, both of you are driving towards the same goal and just see how that sits with your body. Um, I'm always curious about where, where I'm feeling contraction or extension within my body. Do I feel contracted around a topic? Because then instead of it being like, I'm, rejecting you. I don't have space for you. It's, I don't have energetic. Um, I don't have energy for this topic. I'm happy to talk to you about what you're grateful for. I'm happy to talk to you about what your dreams are. I'm happy to talk to you about, um, yeah, like I'm available to be with you on a topic that's upbeat. Sometimes that's the thing, you know, where it's like, I'm, I'm here to be in connection and community, but I don't have space for the topic that you want to talk about. I think that being really clear and opening up, um, space and love to, uh, to be clear around that allows for the opportunity for there to be less feelings of rejection of, oh my gosh, this person just doesn't have time for me. It's this person doesn't have capacity for this topic they may still love you. In fact, the people that may need to be saying no to other people's topics of holding and need, they may love you so ferociously that it actually overtakes them. Um, and so boundaries can be tricky when it comes to that. And so, yes. So that's just my thoughts. What if we invite each other into, um, you know, topical conversations with a level of time and then trust and transparency. So those four T's it's what is the topic, how, um, how long, like, what is the time? And then trusting that the person will listen at the end of the timer when you're like, okay, the 20 minutes is done. Let's do like a quick reset. Like, and we can always revisit this at another time. Um, And so trusting that the relationship is not based on performance or that you have to show up in a specific way, but instead that it's the authenticity of who you actually are in the moment. And if you say you have 20 minutes worth of capacity to talk about something that does not need to be your last coins of energy in your pocket. If you are like, I only have 20 minutes left in my day to be feeling anything, you can tell a person I have 10 minutes to talk. Or you can invite them into the next day when hopefully some of your energetic tokens will be, um, redistributed where you'll have some more in the bank, but do not give people your last, um, energy moments. When you're talking about the time, sit with what would be, what would feel luxurious, what would feel easeful and what leaves some, um, some for you. At the end, that's always important has to be good for you while it's good for someone else. So, yeah, we've got like, just, just to recap. Wow. I was really passionate about that, but, um, we're asking about the topic. We're confirming the topic. We're confirming the energetic consent around that topic. We're confirming the time that, um, you have capacity to talk about this topic. Then you're trusting that what you give is a gift and the other person can receive it in as love and that you have done all that you can do, um, in that moment. And that it doesn't have to be the last conversation you ever have about this. This could just be maybe an appetizer or an intro. Um, you might be part of this person's journey, not, you know, needing to feed them everything and then transparency, you know, being vulnerable to say, I need to talk about this topic. This feels heavy. And then also, I have this much capacity to talk about this topic or this topic is actually really triggering for me. um, I'm going to need to move it to a time when I have a little bit more bandwidth or just even saying, yeah, I'm, I'm willing and ready to go, to go into this and I'm going to be transparent with you and let you know that this is actually a triggering topic for me. We don't need to move away from triggers um, just because they're there we can also, um, invite in spaciousness to grow. Um, I have a whole other podcast that I want to do around uh, the romancing triggers because wow, that's been, that's been really up lately. And I think that we can actually rewire a lot of how we feel about that as well. So Thank you for being with me on this episode of Change the Channel Podcast, moving from being space holders to being um transparent, timed, uh topic uh teammates and being able to be on each other's team in energetic consent with love and ease, opulence and joy. Wishing all that for you in this next 2024. Um, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at the Megan grace, M V M T the Megan grace movement. Come on over, maybe share with me what some of your words are as well. And let's get this 2024 started off, um, in the mindset with the body awareness, the joy, love, and the ability to change the channel into whatever it is that we're committed to creating. Much love to you. Thank you so much for being with me on another episode of Change the Channel Podcast.